You are now listening to FemRegard Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Mmm, Fem. Hey listeners, want to start your own podcast? Let us tell you our favorite tool. Anchor is the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Here's why. Anchor lets you record and edit your show right from your phone or computer. So no matter your setup, you can start creating right now. Then it distributes your show to the most popular listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. Plus, it's the only place you can send video content to Spotify. Creators can even earn money on Anchor with ads and subscriptions. Best of all, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Right. Hey, fam, fam. Welcome back. Hey, y'all. I always say welcome back like as if we've been gone, but <laughs> we just saw you guys last week or, you know, I mean, whatever. But hey, it's a new season for us, which means we are on, what, 91 episodes, right? 91, baby. Let's go. Holy hell. Holy All right. Hell. I know. I'm just, wow, the countdown begins to our 100th, and Woo-hoo. it's always like a, a good, fun little check-in when you hit that 100 mark, you know? You're yeah. like, we stuck it out, we did the thing, and we're going to continue on, guys. We're so, we just love this. We love this platform. We love you guys, and, you know, we hope you still like the French Frenchy music intro, the outro. You want to let us know, feel free to drop that comment. You know, just let us know <laughs> about the, all the things. But we we're still here doing it. And we still love it. And yeah. wow, nine seasons, season nine. I know. Yay. One thing I would love, love, love to hear from you guys is suggestion for guests. If you guys, if you know anybody personally that we could get in touch with, or if there's just somebody you would love to hear on the show, like mm. we'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll find them. We'll track them down. So yeah. Would love some ideas of some new guests from you guys. Yeah, um, because we definitely have gotten suggestions from y'all before, and we listened. We have them on. You know, it's we we're here to support. So for sure, if you think there's someone perfect that you either are connected to to have on, or you know want on, yeah, absolutely, let us know. Yeah, but that takes us to uh, episode one solo session with your girls. (laughs) Yeah, hi guys. It's just us, Carolina and Tessa. If you're new to the show, welcome. (laughs) Um, You know, we laugh because I feel that from season one, we've really like changed our groove or flow, like nailed down Mm -hmm. and. And we've expanded <laughs> our, uh, yeah, expanded is the right, I guess, way to, to put yeah. it. Um, we're now, like, our episodes are a little longer. We hope you guys are liking all the tea that our guests are bringing on. We just feel like um, we can really get into it now. And, and mm-hmm. Zoom has been really great for us to, to record over and, and have those conversations. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. To the platform of Zoom, I'm sure none of you guys are listening to this, but honestly, so appreciative to have this platform because it's made doing these virtual interviews so easy. I mean, we've done a few over other platforms with other podcasts and Zoom has definitely beaten them all. Like this has been the easiest thing to record over. So if you're a budding podcaster, (laughs) we highly suggest using Zoom if you're going to go virtual. Oh yeah. It's, it's really easy and, um, yeah. It's it's just easy to send a link over. So it's been fun. 
Um, we wanted to talk to you guys about um, some things we got going on in this solo yes. session. And something we, we mentioned here and there is our Patreon. Um, our Patreon. Patreon. I said that funny. I, Patreon, it's like tomato, Patreon. tomato, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but our Patreon. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you to those who have subscribed. It's a monthly paid subscription. As little as $1 gets you a nice little shout out from your girls, but a little as $5 gets you all the exclusive content that we are delivering behind the scenes or finding mm-hmm. additional things to send your way. Um, so there are different tiers and you guys can check it out at www.patreon.com slash femregard. Um, but I just wanted to pimp out a couple things that we're releasing in the coming months. And by this time, this episode airs, some of it will be already out. Um, but for April's Patreon, starting there, we do a deep dive brainstorm session of the new feature film script we're working on and we thought it was really unique in in sharing that it's um that vulnerable stage in a story you know it's not something you really see or hear about on a podcast you're not gonna like just share that with just anyone and everyone Mm -hmm. because you're still processing what your story is and we bring on a screenwriter to break it down with us shout out to Samuel Douglas Miller. He's amazing. He's a great screenwriter. And he was really very instrumental, very helpful. Um, you don't always need a screenwriter to be your soundboard, but we really wanted to step it up with someone who does this for a living and mm-hmm. can really give you guys um, some tips along the way. As he gave me, he gave me even exercises along the way that were so smart and helpful um and so it's a it's a long one it's a biggie so we split it up into two parts um but by the end of part two oh do we have a story (laughs) we are so excited um you know we touched upon it a little bit in last season it being a psychological thriller but wow we really like delve into it and I think when we have it really really solidified because now I'm in the outlining stages and I personally feel like that's a stage you can't rush um because it's it's integral to you setting it your full story up Mm -hmm. and then I feel like you know along the way you can kind of plug it in and and take your time writing it and being creative about you know how you go along it um along uh doing your first draft and stuff so that can be I feel like a little bit more structured everyone's different but for me I feel like I can then really get into the meat of the the story once I have the outline done. So I'm really excited. Um, Sam was so helpful. And um, that's just just one thing our patrons are getting an exclusive preview to. Yeah. And I just want to mention too, you had said, you know, you, you don't always get to like have a screenwriter as your soundboard, but like when you do have those relationships, use them, you know, and don't use and abuse them, obviously. But, you know, like he agreed to sit down with Carolina and just chat as long as it took. And, you know, if people are willing to share their knowledge with you, because a lot of people are excited that A, somebody thinks that they're 
that they know what they're talking about, you know, and wants to like pick their brain and be like, they just want to give back. I mean, that's why we have this podcast with you guys. Like we just want to give back to the community that has helped us rise up and to teach new people coming into this community. So, you know, if somebody's mm-hmm. willing to sit down with you, absolutely take advantage of that. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you just need someone who's enthusiastic, who loves storytelling and wants to you know, be excited and, and take and listen, you know, and, and, yeah. and give you some feedback. And Tessa and I are really a great partnership for that too. She's mm-hmm. really my soundboard. We've talked about this on the show. I'm really the writer here, but we, we work together and it's, I, I think you guys, you know, if you're, you're working on something, absolutely find a person like that. That's going to just mm-hmm. really help you propel, figure out your thoughts and, and yeah, come together. So I love that advice, Tessa. Absolutely. Like, you know, you know, someone who in the biz or in that world, tap into it. It yeah. it doesn't hurt to ask, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't always even have to be a writer if you're writing, you know, like exactly. it can be somebody that's more in the producer vein, but they still know how a movie works and comes together, you know? So. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I will we'll touch uh, on a, another thing, I think l- another tool later mm-hmm. on this season of, of a great community that's uh, started, really started my journey throughout the whole screenwriting process. And well, just shout it out real quick. That's Noam Kroll's Backlot. He's someone we're going to have again on the season to talk about that community. So we'll put a pin on that. But definitely mm-hmm. something that um, has created a structure around my um, around my writing because you're not thinking of just only the story. Um, if you're just a screenwriter, that's cool. Yeah. Think about only the story, but if you're producing it, you're thinking about the financial aspects of it too, for a low budget indie. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of that you can prepare for in your beginning outlining stages even. So Noam's been instrumentally helpful there and, and we're so excited to have him on later on this season to talk about it. Also just to um, some other communities too, that we've, met through doing this podcast having guests on is rain dance based in uk but they are available to everyone worldwide and sundance collab which has its own like little writer's lab in the community so it's not just writing but they have a, a little special niche of that and yeah i mean there's so many different communities and we try to share you know whatever we find with you guys but if there's some that you have found that we mm-hmm. haven't mentioned please let us know we're always looking for more Oh yeah, we're we're here for it, a hundred percent. And Tessa, do you want to tell them what also our patrons are going to get an exclusive first look at? <laughs> yes. So since we started this podcast, you guys have heard us talk about our very first project, which was a western that we finally are finishing. Now, don't get too excited. It's not the feature film version, but <laughs> it is a proof of concept short video. If you guys don't know what a proof of concept is, think of it as like a mix between like a scene and a trailer. So it's not as like chopped up and promo-y as a trailer, but it's essentially one scene that captures, you know, the whole like vibe of the film. So it has taken mm. us, what, three years now? Um, oh, God, we honey. Had, you know, it was our first project. We set it aside for a while because we just got so frustrated with post-production and we were still learning so much, but in the Ruth, In the words of Ruth from Ozark, we didn't know shit about fuck. <laughs> yeah. And, and we did. We did our best to like really learn everything. But I mean, cu- breaking it down to even editing it 
Like mm-hmm. we we just got Adobe Premiere. Like I have, yeah. we had not been editors. We had not been in this world at all. And so, I mean, we'll eventually do a behind the scenes um, story about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I think part of the reason why it takes so long, it took us so long. And I'm so glad that we didn't just give up because uh, Tessa knows there's times I was just like looking at the footage and I was like, I think I'd killed it and I don't know what to do. And we just wasted all our time and money and I want to cry. (laughs) (laughs) But no, uh, I think um, sometimes I think the lesson learned was you need to just take a step back, let it breathe, let yourself. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I worked on a couple short films in the, in the interim and, and then I I got better at editing. And then all of a sudden it didn't feel like a lost cause anymore. And yeah, I had to redo some shit, but I mean, that's the name of the game. (laughs) You're always going to have to like be revising, you know, fixing some things. And, oh, we're just, now at a point we are so excited guys we're Um, so excited I want to say my lesson learned was let Queen Carolina do the video editing (laughs) (laughs) thanks Tessa I'm glad she you know you like it what I did oh god she trusted me guys she did but thank you well hey she proved it like I am so impressed and so excited for you guys to see it oh yeah and 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 it is exciting I mean looking back choosing the western and how how crazy guys we talk about jumping in and just doing it all the time guys did we just jump in and do it because yeah now looking at it we're like why didn't we just do a simple apartment scene and something else like you know in another world but we just we balled out on it and honestly i'm actually really happy i'm i'm very grateful we did because of the lessons yeah. we learned but now i'm and like, we pulled it off we pulled it off guys i think so. you guys want to know but i think so we pulled it off i mean now i have footage to add to my reel of me shooting a revolver backwards on a horse wasn't well, supposed to be backwards, but that's just how the day went. <laughs> I was not even mad when that happened. I mean, that that horse was not happy with us at the end of the day. <laughs> he was like ready to, you know, buck Tessa off. He wasn't yes. having it. <laughs> this was, is what happens he was when done you work with that with... revolver. Exactly, because the revolver, you know, they were movie horses. Which, by the way, guys, like we can, like I said, we're gonna do a breakdown of like yeah. everything. But yeah, he just wanted to spin around, and I was like, Tessa, I'm not even mad. That kind of looks dope. Like you shoot yeah. it backwards. Like let's go. <laughs> and I'm just look like an I look like Goldilocks on this horse. Like I in the actual movie. Let me preface this: I will not be wearing a wig. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we changed that idea. We're going to change that idea. But again, proof of concept. It's not the final version. It's there to showcase the world and what you can do with your own money. Like we did this on our own dime. So what's up, Ollie? Yeah. (laughs) I'm so excited. So (laughs) our patrons are going to get the first look at that. And I think they they deserve it because you guys are awesome for supporting us. So thank you again. And if you want to hop on that train... You know, you got time. <laughs> you got time. You got time. That'll be yeah in a couple months. So yeah. Um, yes. Other so, announcements. Other announcements. Um, let's talk about merch first. Uh, so if you guys have not seen, we are now selling merch. 
Um, for those of you that were Patri or that are Patreons, you guys got some free merch, um, and we've expanded now what we have available. So if you don't mind spending a little bit to support us, um, you kind of I guess you have the option. You can become a Patreon and get your free merch, and then you know be supporting us monthly, or you can make a one-time purchase, or however many times you want to purchase things. Um, but we've got a few different items. Like we've got a hat, we've got multiple shirts, we've got multiple mugs, we've got a sweatshirt. That's what I'm gonna buy because I think it's hella cute. Oh, um, me too, girl. Yeah, we've got all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, shout out to my best friend, Jenna Becker, who is going to be wearing our Femme merch while watching me on the Wheel of Fortune. Guys, I was on the Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be out after this episode airs, and I don't need any of y'all to watch it. But fun fact. <laughs> That's what happened. Um, but no, it's it's been really fun to see those who have purchased it. Um, oh my gosh, Katrina Sobrero, shout out to her. She purchased like our new line right before we even like announced it. I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, Tessa, people are on our site and looking at <laughs> looking us up. I know, I was like, how did she even find that already? <laughs> we didn't like we didn't announce it, but no, it's it's um it's really it's really exciting. I think it's really cute. We're definitely mm-hmm. gonna have to do a shoot, girl. Yeah, promo it out because, guys, it is cute, and um, we will probably be adding some more things. Um, so yeah, let us know what you like, and yeah, if um, you have any ideas for any other stuff, <laughs> yeah, if you buy something, take a picture so we can share it on social. We share, we share, we post. We're here for it. So yeah. yeah, that's exciting. And then another exciting announcement is our fem fam group or club. I mean on Clubhouse. Um, If you guys don't know what Clubhouse is, it is an app that is relatively, yeah, it's pretty new, actually, still. I would consider it still very new. it's like a few months old, I think, at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we hopped on there because what we thought was really cool about it is it's pretty much like live podcasting. Um, You get a bunch of different speakers on different topics who set up these clubs and so again we are a club femme fam if you look for us um and it's it's there's topics that are set and you can hear pretty much the ceo of some giant if you're into tech tech company give advice or tell you about the new tech that's out there and for us we're like well that's a great extension for our show because guys um we can open up the floor and let you hop in the chat and you know we can all be talking and mm-hmm. having a conversation on filmmaking what's new directing screenwriting tips we're here for that all and something we're gonna try and do and um again it's it's gonna be after you know this episode airs but we'll continue is bringing on um guests from our show to to have events because you can host events on there and so that way some of your favorite speakers when they're on you get a chance to maybe ask them a question or two you know Mm -hmm. so we're really excited about i think it's a really great medium for us to expand um what we do on here to interact with you guys a little more and, and by the way, for Clubhouse, you have to have an iPhone right now to be able to use it, and you need to be invited. So if anyone with an iPhone would like to be invited to Clubhouse, let us know. I know I have a few invites, and they I'm surprised how many they give you. Like, I used all of mine, and then they were, like, refilled almost immediately, and I'm, like, never even on there. But, yeah, if you guys need an invite, let us know. Um, and, yeah, we want you to be a part of the FemFam Clubhouse. 
Hey, everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can contact us at info at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. Just slide into our DMs, you know. That's as easy as that. You know how to do it. You know how to do it. So we're very excited to to continue um, to share and and talk and have conversations on there. But yeah, it's just, it's really great to bring people together. And we talk about that constantly on the show. Like it, it blows my mind how many of our like circle have connected with each other. Um, I actually just reposted, Carolina, you probably didn't even see this yet. <laughs> um, so Ari Johnson from What's Your Secret podcast that me and Carolina were both on separately just interviewed Ebony Adams from WIF, who we had on our show a while back. And Ari said that that's how she got on her radar, like you know, so Aww, yeah, people are so finding sweet. each other through our show, which is really awesome. And it's, to me, it's so inspiring that like, even if we don't, you know, have the biggest numbers or whatever, like we're bringing people together. Like we are. That's what we care this about. Fem fam community. Yeah. That's what it is for us. You know, you know, we, uh, you know, we, uh, we love to make a living, but you know, at the end of the day, this is what matters most. And that's what brings us so much joy. Like I love connecting you, you guys and, and getting to know everyone on who listens and, um, who is on the show. Like everyone's so amazing. So that's so awesome to hear Tessa. Thanks for putting that out there. That is so cool. And definitely listen to her podcast. She's amazing. Yeah. There's like so many shout outs in this episode. I know. So you guys, um, just something I want to say. <laughs> if you ever get shouted out on an episode and you're like, why the hell didn't she tag me? What the fuck? It's because <laughs> <laughs> we use this program called Buffer, which I do really love, but it is very limited in the Instagram space because Instagram just doesn't allow a lot of like other apps to do much through them. So I'm only limited to five tags per post. So (laughs) if I don't tag you and you're sad, it's not because I was ignoring you. I just have to only can do five. So (laughs) yeah, that's thanks for making that apparent. We never want anyone to feel like they were left out. I usually try to like hashtag people if I get (laughs) so if you find your name in a hashtag, that's why. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so funny. That's Okay, you actually cut that. That that's so funny because it's not funny. Um, so moving it along. Okay, you can keep that. You know, whatever, organic. Um, sometimes I listen to some of these episodes. I'm like, Tessa, why don't you cut that, please? Like, because it's funny. Oh, girl. Um, no, I mean updates on anything new and exciting that you've tuned into, Tessa. I know there's something. Well, um, as I've mentioned before, I've been taking a lot of virtual classes in quarantine. Um, and it's been nice to have that opportunity, but I am definitely like 
I'm I don't want to do any more acting classes on on Zoom. Like I need that to be in person. I've learned that. I just I can't. But <laughs> things that are more like lecture centered, stuff like that, like panels and all that kind of stuff. I'm really, really glad that I've had access to that over the course of quarantine. So one of the most recent ones I did um, was from Masterclass. And another shout out, um, my friend Dave Snyder, who bought me the Masterclass subscription for my birthday. Um, Thank you so much, Dave, because I have definitely used it as much as I can fit it into my schedule, (laughs) you know, to take another class and another class and another class. Um, But most recently, I took the one that Issa Rae uh, taught and it was such a cool class. Like I, I mean, in our episode with Sujata, I'm like fangirling Issa the whole time. I fucking love her. Oh yeah. Um, Can I just interject real Uh quick? And yes, um, after Sujata's episode, I binged um, Insecure, that's mm-hmm. Issa's Ray show on HBO, and oh, I just loved it so much. The writing is so fucking funny. She is yeah. so funny. And continue. <laughs> I just had to say, I say totally. now I understand why you were fangirling hard. So good, so exactly. Good. Um, but I love her class because it's like, it's not. A lot of the teachers on there, you know, have been famous for decades. So it's like they're just kind of listing it out like this is what you need to do. This is step one. This is step two. Because they've been doing it for years and years and years, you know. And that's not to say they're not any good. Like I've still had other great classes. But just the format of it was very different with hers. It was like, this is all the shit I did wrong. So don't do this. This is how I eventually made it. And this is the reality of Mm. it. And, you know, because she she didn't get famous until in her 30s. And she was working at it for a while before then, you know, so yeah, she just really shares, you know, her experience and what actually worked and didn't work for her. And I really loved that aspect of it, because I feel like that's what we bring to our show, you know, and, and yeah, it was just it was educational, but also like, okay, this is real. Like, this isn't just a <laughs> step one, two, three class. Like, this is a conversation, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, Tessa sent me some clips her my way um, because one centered around screenwriting. And just to give you guys a taste of what that was, it, the advice she was giving you know was, you know, you're told that you need to write every day. That is that is what you got to do. She puts it as you got to write every day. You got to get up, don't brush your teeth, go and write. <laughs> and I was just like, that is, and she was basically saying like, I learned that that wasn't the process for me, that I'm a procrastinator and I embrace that part of my process. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, girl, like, of course, there's so many of us that are, are kind of like that. And yeah. I think it's, you know, about setting what expectations you have for yourself that you know you can actually fulfill. Because at the end of the day, what I've I've heard from other writer friends, and it's happened to me before, is like you set that that expectation to write every day. And if you're not hitting that goal, then you feel like you're failing. And then you have this now issue of I'm failing at this when Mm -hmm. really that's not that maybe that's just not your process to write every day. Maybe you need to just once a week, sit down and write for 12 hours. Like, you know, it it could be a whole binge thing. I think I I work better in binge sessions personally. Mm -hmm. And I like that she also mentioned there that it was cutting out, you know, along with the binge idea if that's how you work is making sure you don't have anything else set up that day. Like it is just a day to write because I totally get it. You get, if you have meetings scheduled, breaking it up, you can 
it's hard to get back in the zone, you know? Yeah. So I thought that was such a great advice is like, if you're going to have a, a writing session, like really just dedicate that time to be uninterrupted by other things and like chucking your phone away. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I do that anyways when I'm working. Um, it's very easy to go down the rabbit hole of like yeah. just automatically clicking, like clicking through and, and getting distracted. So I thought that was that was really just real and again a, a, something that we can all relate to yeah. and not just go with what we've always been hearing i thought it was really cool so um thanks for sending me that <laughs> you made yeah. my you made my night <laughs> i was like thanks Tessa. this is what i need to hear um yeah. so it's all like we say on the show it's all about finding out what works for you and mm-hmm. and setting achievable goals you know yeah because you have to remember i mean this is a this is an industry where there's no like one way to success. Right. And I think in a lot of industries, like that's changing for everything, you know, like the tech world is it's new and innovative stuff coming into it. And even like marketing is the, the face of that is changing and it's just, you know, everything is, people are realizing that the old ways aren't the only way, but the entertainment industry has been something that has forever been like that. There is no one path to success. And I think now with the advent of like new media and social media, and just, there's so many different ways to create and different Mm -hmm. ways to make it and different paths that it's, you really just have to find what works for you. And you know, that's why we try to share our story and other people's stories on our show to show you what worked for them and what has worked for us and what hasn't worked, but take it all with a grain of salt. Do not take it as fact, you know, just this is what has and hasn't worked for these particular people. So try it and see what it does for you, you know? Yes. Amazing. Absolutely. And, and that's something just want to reiterate, yeah, that, that if you find that something you're feeling like, okay, I'm failing at this, then try a different process. Cause Mm -hmm. again, you just don't want to have to carry that, that building of insecurity that you're not doing it right and not well enough. Like, first of all, just like we always said, just, just try, just write, just do it, shoot it. Um, and then, and then you can rework from there. Um, I mean, we talked about, I think in the beginning of season eight, our first, um, just us episode, um, episode one of season eight, we, we talk about, um, not being precious with everything, but at the same time, I think, oh, that, okay. That's what I wanted to circle back to, you know, one of their our scripts that we were gonna going to shoot last year, we had to take a pause and and kind of pivot from it because we realized a it was gonna production costs wasn't gonna do it justice if we did it on a slow budget film, and two, it the story needed need for on my end I realized I had an amazing proof of concept written. But as a whole, I didn't have the whole thing together and it just didn't make sense to move forward shooting something that you don't know how it's going to quite end. Just you need you need your story. And and I was starting to get bogged down because there was just all these little details and I was starting to get overwhelmed. And I think it was it's easy for me to get down and feel like a failure, like, OK, I just failed the story, like, shoot. And Um, I'm determined. I know sometimes you learn 
by doing a whole <laughs> outline that maybe it's it's not the story for you or it's not actually a story. But I do believe there is a story there. I just think it needs the little, the B story worked out and all that fun stuff. But I, I, I realized like, you know, A, we can't, we can't shoot this yet. So why don't I work on something smaller and, and really hone in on that outline. And so that's why it's been really refreshing this starting this year with this new concept, because when I work through now this new process, because I'm not, I'm not someone who's really honed in on my own process yet. Um, now doing it, this new approach of like really outlining everything and, and doing a beat sheet, stuff like that, um, that I didn't do for the other story. I think now that when I complete this, I'm going to have a much easier time going back and revising it. And it's going to inspire me again because, mm -hmm. um, I feel like I, I kind of lost, I lost the fire a little bit and got like really overwhelmed. And I'm just opening that can of worms for anyone who can relate to that feeling like, shoot, like yeah. I just feel really stuck. Well, maybe take a pause on it and it's okay. Like, don't feel like you failed at that. It's just not ready yet. You're not ready to, to fully either pause and then come back like maybe you just need to let it breathe <laughs> or or sometimes it helps to like work on something else and typically if it's smaller you can really just get something done and then you're like okay I accomplished again that I, I did it and and now I feel confident enough to go back and rework where maybe I had some problem areas if that makes yeah. sense yeah I mean that's something else I think about this industry that's like there's no defining like what makes you successful. You know what I mean? Like there's everybody has a different end goal. So like it only really right, matters what you what you find success to mean to you. Like right. you have to define that exactly. yourself. Absolutely. Exactly. As little as like the small scale of like how am I going to be successful with this particular project? Is it just finishing it and have, being happy with the draft? Or is it seeing it through all of production to your whole career? Like, do I want to be A-list famous or do I just want to be a working actor? You know, it's, yeah, it's just, you've got to decide that and define that for yourself. And I think that being clear about that also helps you when you are feeling that like imposter syndrome and it's like, you know, mm -hmm. okay, well maybe I didn't quite get there yet, but like I have accomplished this and this, and that's putting me on the path to getting where I want to be. So absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that you said that too, because I've had some friends open up about like leaving LA and feeling, um, feeling not like they can't share that with the, the entertainment community friends that they have because they're like, oh, so you're not, you're giving up. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, bish, I just want to, success doesn't define where I'm located, you know? And, right. and yeah, like obviously being in this, in one of the filmmaking mecca is like, there's a lot more connections here. This, this city really does breathe entertainment. <laughs> like just everyone's in part of it in some way. And it's awesome. But that no, that doesn't have to define your success. I we've had so many people on the podcast that are in different states doing the thing, and that's because for them too, it's the success, and that's what I like really aspire to do. At the end of the day, is make films. Like mm -hmm. as long as I'm I'm making it, and we ain't broke. <laughs> we can. Um, I I feel like that you know, and I'm really like 
owning a story and, and really being happy with the final product, I think that's going to bring the most joy, um, Mm -hmm. knowing that like we, we completed that, like, just like how it is right now. I think Tessa, we can look back at desert flowers, for instance, like we are so happy right now and pumped about it. And that's not bringing us money. Like (laughs) they were just like, okay, yeah, this is, this is the step. Like just what you said, it's our, it was our journey. And now we're like, okay, you know, it, it took time. And, but now I think we have such a better grasp on things that we're, we're ready for our future, which also, fun fact, like, I, I mean, you, Tessa can, can speak to this too. Like, I'm always like, are we right? We're going to do the feature. We shouldn't do it short. Like, we, we're going to do the feature. We, <laughs> I have ready. had to talk Carolina into keeping it in a feature several times. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's, for me, I feel like we're ready for that. I feel like we're ready for a low budget feature that's, you know, it's going to be simple, but it's going to be a feature. Like, I think we need to push for it and we need to do it. And, you know, there's always, we can film a million shorts after that. It doesn't mean once you film your first feature, you can't go back to shorts, you know? I just think, I I think we're ready to get that under our belt. And I think this is a great story for that. So, yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I totally agree. And I'm so glad you're championing, championing it for us. And um, it's funny, on, on Noam's back lot, that was another filmmaker's, um, struggle it was he was like I don't know I, I kind of feel like I need to do some more shorts like really have that short that I feel so proud about before I do the feature and and literally everyone in the chat was like no just do the feature just shoot it <laughs> and it was actually really awesome and I I literally chimed in too and I was like no I had the same totally the same thoughts and no I'm just gonna do the feature <laughs> it's yeah. you're only gonna you're gonna what Noam said that was so um inspiring was that it, he was like you know even if it's not your greatest work because like it it's hard for it to be you know your first thing that's your, your first few still, things <laughs> your, your first few things you're gonna still have because he was worried maybe he didn't have a community built enough up yet for it but it's like no you're gonna you have work to show and work to talk about with people and to Mm -hmm. to really have a conversation around it you do you have a final product and and then you can only get better from there right so it's it's um I think yeah you got to be smart on how you you do things but it's a lesson you got to learn and I think I I, yeah Tessa I think we're ready for it so guys it's um we like to you know keep you guys up to date with our ourselves and that's why I'm being fully transparent here on the ups and downs with certain stories and scripts and where we're at and the timeline and that's partly why we have this podcast too if you're tuning in for the first time is that um we're here to share our journey of in the production biz and it's a long one for us we're not we have, you know, acting gigs and other jobs that we work on. And so for us, it takes a little longer probably than people who are fully doing films 20, you know, that's, yeah. That's I it. mean, this, so. this isn't our only job. Like we've still got day <laughs> jobs and we've still, we're do, uh, following our acting careers as well. Like, you know, this isn't the only thing we're doing and on top of, I mean, podcasting itself could be a full-time <laughs> job and we're doing that on, like we've got a lot on our plate and I know a lot of independent filmmakers like feel the same way. Some of you that may be listening. Yeah. yeah you're, you're doing it the same way. You do the same. So. And we are claps. And I know, like, we do it because we do love it. Like, we've started this mm-hmm. episode and we love podcasting. We're here. But, yeah, I actually was counting in the, 
the extra things that we set up Tessa the other day. I'm like, okay, we have the Patreon exclusives that we're doing now, like Clubhouse stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, our plates <laughs> pretty busy. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's that. But that's why we know there's tools to make it easier for you. And, and that's why it's important to, like, for me, I realized like once I have the structure and the outline, I can just now dedicate st- slots and to my schedule to just write and be focused mm-hmm. on that. So, um, that's where we're at guys. Uh, we're excited to continue to share our journey, our ups and downs. And, um, but right now it's up and up. It's, it's going <laughs> to be up and up and up. <laughs> and, um, and thanks for tuning in. I, I don't know if there's anything else you want to share, Tessa, but I think we got it. <laughs> the only other thing I want to say is if you are a new listener um, and you, like, don't even know who we are yet, <laughs> we are. Um, you can find out as much as you want about us from our website, which is just femregard.com. And we are active across all the social medias, but especially on Instagram, which is just at femregard. Um, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. I mean, we're technically on TikTok, but like not really. But now, like we said earlier, you can find us on Clubhouse. That's going to be our new thing too. So we're just happy to have you guys listening and supporting us always. And, you know, we'll see you uh, for the next few episodes. Do we get to episode 100? Oh, yeah. So excited. <laughs> Cheers to that. And we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening to FemRegard Podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in every Friday for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals. We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and review. You can also join the Fem Fam on Patreon. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.